Hi, and welcome to Smiling Gives You Wrinkles. I'm Donna Francis, and I've been a beauty editor for 25 years. I've always been passionate about helping women feel confident and happy in their own skin. And now I'm in my late 40s, I want you to wake up every day feeling more positive and motivated. This is the podcast that helps you celebrate everything about aging with a smile. This week's guest is actress, DJ, and now beauty entrepreneur, Patsy Palmer. Yes, like I've got wrinkles. Well, maybe I've had, maybe you've been laughing a lot if you've got wrinkles. You must have been having a right laugh then. Patsy was one of my dream guests for Smiling Gives You Wrinkles. Being from the UK, I know her as one of the most recognisable characters from the TV soap EastEnders. And actually, since we recorded this, you might have seen that Patsy is going back to EastEnders as Bianca for a short stint in the spring. But it wasn't Bianca that I wanted to talk to Patsy about. It was actually her Instagram feed that has really caught my attention in the past couple of years, as it is always so positive, warm and relatable. And she also shares the most brilliant memes that always have a bit of a fuck it attitude, which I love. Patsy now has an amazing new hair care brand, Good and Proper Hair, that I obviously wanted to hear about too. Patsy is so real and relatable and I felt really lucky to have chatted with her. She really opens up to me as the interview goes on and I appreciate her sharing her insecurities and vulnerabilities with me. You're going to hear how Patsy and I visualise moving from London to America and how we're both a little insecure about our accents. Patsy is now 51 and happily living in Malibu with her family. She doesn't do many interviews and she keeps her family life extremely private and I really respect her for that. Patsy is going to make you feel like ageing is really something that gives you more confidence and allows you to be really who you are. Her stories and advice have made me even more determined to approach every day with a more positive attitude and also they have given me even more courage to live my life on my own terms. Patsy really is her own person and that's why I love her. Patsy, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I mean, obviously I've grown up with you being in EastEnders, but I have been following you on Instagram. Me and my friend always send your messages to each other, like your little kind of, you know, quotes and stuff. You've just got such a great energy and you're so positive. And that's why I really wanted you on the podcast, because I think you're such an inspiration. I just wanted to get you on to see how you approach aging, especially now you're living in L.A., which is perceived as a place to be quite, you know, anti-aging, I guess. For me, one of your, one of the posts that really inspired me, one of your Instagram posts, a couple of years old now, and you was laying back and you had a trucker hat on and you said, I'm not, I remember this because it's still in my saved folder. You said, oh, I'm really, I'm not into filters. I'm not into bullshit. I'm not into Botox. I'm just want to be myself. And that's what I love about your approach. I know. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to tell a lie. Of course, I've had little bits of Botox over the years. I haven't had any for ages. And it's interesting because I'm just like, as you're saying it, I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, maybe I could do with a little bit, you know, but then I just think to myself, why? Like, that's my conversation that I have in my head all the time, as I'm sure you do, is that in my mind, I don't want it. 
and I know a lot of women are going to relate to this in my head I don't want it I don't want anything injected into me that's going to have anything that could particularly go wrong but you know the reality is I have had bits and bobs of it over the years and I will and I and I and I will because it's just how it is as as you're getting a little bit older but I never ever want to have a lot to look unnatural and then I think what's the point of it because I tell you the truth the minute it's been months have gone by and I've had a little bit of Botox or I've had like some kind of facial or like a microneedling or something like this I always notice that once it's wearing off everybody starts complimenting you on how you look and I'm like but I haven't had anything like in so long you know like I, and interestingly enough, when I go over to work in London, I'll always have a little bit before a job and then I'll come back and it'll be like two, three years or whatever and it wears off. And, and I don't know what it is that gets us to the place of feeling so shit about ourselves that we just want to rush out and do all this stuff. Because, And I also think that everyone's starting to look the same, especially over here. There's a lot of people that are starting to look very similar that have obviously been having things done for years. And that's great. I I champion everything that anyone wants to do to make yourself feel good. And we'll get to that. But I just feel like everyone's starting to look very similar. Now it's almost the reverse. Like I'll look at someone that's completely natural and think, wow, they're so beautiful. And then I'll go, but they're completely natural. And it's almost like it's a shock that we see people nowadays that are completely natural. I think especially in LA, I think it's like, I think Europe seems a little bit different. I've noticed in Florida, I feel like that look, startled look is definitely more common over here. I just feel like people feel good. Like this is my biggest thing. I'd rather spend my time and energy on working on what I'm thinking and feeling and how I'm feeling about the way I look than wasting all the time and energy and running around and wasting money and getting loads of stuff done. I do love to have a good facial, but now I have my own face mask that we've created, so I don't need to do that. I've been brought up on the most simple ideas, you see, and it's almost too simple that I feel like I can't do beauty podcasts because I don't really have much of a beauty (laughs) cabinet. There's really nothing in it. That's what I love about you is because you're more into how you feel on the inside than anything. And I think that's what really beams out of you, your positivity, your heart, I think. I think it really does show. But going back to what you said about um, the face mask and your own brand, it feels like as you get older, a lot of people discover new passions and interests as they age you've obviously just starting your new good and proper brand. Um, I want to hear more about that. What inspired you to start that? Well, a few years ago, I went and met a chemist here because I've always wanted and dreamed to have my own hair care brand because I love my hair. And I've got this weird idea. And it's not that weird because I feel like now more and more people are jumping on the bandwagon of it, which is great because we need it, is I've tried to explain this idea to people for years when I was building my brand, but no one really believed me, was that my hair, our hair is a living organism 
the same as any other organ in our body, like you know, because you're a beauty expert about the skin being a living organism. So what we put on, it's we have to be careful, but you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in moderation in all, and I think, you know, enjoy your life, you know, don't get caught up in too much. But um, I feel that with my hair, it's the first thing anybody says to me since I was a kid. The first thing is, oh, your hair's gorgeous. When you're little, it's different. Oh, lovely. No, so as I get older, oh, your hair. I get stopped in the street here, like, all the time. Oh, my God, your hair. And then I start having these whole conversations about how I feel about, you know, the way that it's spoken to. So my belief is my hair has been spoken to very kindly for years. Right. And it's had a lot of attention, you know, for years. This is my full natural hair and I'm just about to be 52. Oh, no, it's amazing. You know, I've hardly gone grey. This is dyed from when I did Dancing on Ice when I was doing my little Jerry Halliwell Spice Girls and I loved it so much, but I need to obviously redo it, but I don't care. But, you know, I really liked it. So this bit's going to go in a bit grey. So that covers that, which is great, but I don't really need to. The grey, it's like a light grey. This is it natural. So I just think, how come my hair is like this still and it's growing in like masses? Like the older I get, the more hair is coming through. So and now I'm watching people. So they really like it. They really like it. You know, they genuinely really like it and they touch it and they say, what do you do? And I'm thinking, well, you're doing it. You've been probably contributing to the growth of my hair right so as people we're contributing to people's growth like you say you download some of my quotes you'll send them to your friends because it helps you to feel in some way that you're growing right so the only reason by the way I do all this is because it's what I'm going through Mm. you're just on my journey with me I'm no more positive than you I'm just every day trying to expand my mind to the point where I genuinely can try and override the depression or override some of the negativity that comes with every day when we wake up. So mm. I'm not sharing any of this stuff because I think I know better than anybody about anything. This is my journey that you're experiencing with me day to day and it's very spontaneous. Yeah, you can see that. I wish I could talk to you the way I write sometimes, like I can write much better than I can speak. But then I go, why am I so negative about my voice? Well, because for years, the media has criticized my voice. So I've had a huge machine just telling me that my voice is whiny or loud or because it's cockney it's like harsh or aggressive. And of course, it can come across like that, because that's what it makes it sound. So I'm like, I had to get over that hurdle. Yeah. So if you notice, I don't do a lot of podcasts. I get asked yeah. to do podcasts continually for years and I just don't do them because I'm still insecure about the way I speak. I relate to that so much. Yeah. So I can write so much better than I can speak because I'm not stupid. I've actually got quite a high level of emotional and intelligence I don't have the intellect of someone that went to Harvard or went to Oxford because I never trained. I left school at 16. I learned nothing in school. I always felt I was stupid in school. Um, I've got something called dyscalculus, which is a form of dyslexia, and it's all to do with numbers and stuff like that. So I get very insecure around that. But thank God I've got a business partner that is 
couldn't be more opposite. So, you know, for anyone that's running business, don't get worried about that because that stopped me also from having business for years because I was scared that I couldn't do the business side of it. But we don't have to do everything, right? So we just have to be good at what we're good at. And I'm very creative. I'm extremely good at coming up with really good brand new ideas. And But all of it just comes, like you said, from my heart and it comes from my gut, right? Mm. And do you think a lot of this has come from with age? Like, do you think it's taken because now, you know, you're in your 50s. Do you think you've now got the confidence or you feel like, well, you know, I don't give a shit about what anyone else thinks about my accent or whatever, because that's how I feel personally. Yeah, no, you sound gorgeous. And I'm sure I do. I don't care. Look, I do care. Look, we all care about the things that make us feel insecure. Otherwise, we wouldn't try so hard to work on it. Right. So, of course, I care and being criticized. I don't like it. But if I post like, you know, I love those, like I've got no more fucks to give and all this stuff. And I love all those posts because I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to feel like. I don't yeah. want to care what Joe Bloggs yeah. has got to say about me because it's probably a bot these days, probably like an AI person. I don't even know if anyone's real or not real these days. So you're almost caring even about a computer, which is really weird, isn't it, that we're really... So, you know, I have had a lot of insecurity my whole life. I managed to exercise a lot of that through my acting. I think the character I played helped me to exercise a lot of that because I got to be really angry a lot when I was filming. My character was angry a lot. She screamed a lot. She shouted a lot. So, you know, being an actress, Mm -hmm. I really feel that. And I really got to get rid of a lot of deep-rooted, like, anger and and sadness she cried a lot you know so I exercised that and then I realized that I honestly didn't want to be I kind of came to the end of exercising all of those emotions I don't want to have all that so at some point you have to let that go right so I just didn't want to be playing that character anymore and having to live my life so angry and dark and depressed because it's really important for me to to stay in a place of light as much as Mm. I can my mental health I've got kids as well and it's really important especially these days that we try and keep ourselves as happy as possible however we decide to do that and that is totally everybody's journey it's nothing to do with anybody else you know whatever you do to keep yourself in a good place I'd say you know knock yourself out go do it so um, and you do a lot of meditation to help you is that something that's come you know later in life as well Um, I don't know. I I learned a lot about, well, I was in a program for years that taught us a lot about that sort of stuff, as well as a lot of other things. So I learned a lot from that. And then I went off on a different journey. Um, I didn't, you know, I've done a few different things like that in my life. So that was about 10 years ago, I guess I was in working a different kind of way. And then I took a lot of spiritual practices from that that I've continued. And actually, it's really expanded me way more than what I was doing there. So I just feel the the meditation, I love to do visualization meditation. I always sit if I'm like unsure about something, I'll go in and I'll completely frame how that looks I'm a very visual learner and I'm a very visual person so I'll go in and I'll say for instance this morning I've seen your stuff I know what you sound like I know what you look like kind of get what you're doing I love what you do and I like your philosophy on everything so it's easy for me to go in 
being an actress as well and always playing roles, it's really easy for me to go in and completely visualise what this conversation might look like. So I want to feel when I'm in that, how I'm feeling now. And usually what happens is it goes way better. So this is much better. Mm. And it always kind of goes like that. I do believe it's a scientific thing. Yeah, definitely. America, but it was definitely like that for me. There was a lot of visualization involved and and um, I think I visualized it, but I didn't realize I was visualizing it, if you know what I mean. I didn't realize it was a thing. I think it's not until now that we're actually putting a term to it. Now you look back, what did you used to think? That I want to be what but just like you, that I want to be by the water and I want to be somewhere warm. And I used to see myself on the beach. Yes. Yeah, I did that- it in stages. I got I went to Brighton and then I was on the beach one day. I'll never forget this. I think this was a really big part of it. And it was really cold and pebbly and it's beautiful, Brighton. I had the best time of my life there. I'm so happy that my kids were raised there, my older ones. And I remember this day so clearly and it just comes to me out of everything else I've ever thought. I just thought, I love this. I love riding my bike. I love being by the sea. I just wish it was hot every day. And then I just and let here go. Here you are. And there we are. I do believe it works. I'm still in the process of like, how does this stuff really work? It fascinates me, like neuroscience, the brain chemistry, how the little things in the brain wire and rewire. I'm really big into mushrooms, you know. I take a lot of mushrooms. I probably take, like I'll take lion's mane, chaga, ashwagandha, um what else have I got in there a new one I mean like you know there's literally I've started really studying the power of mushrooms I read the other day that if you take certain ones with certain things that yeah it's really benefited me a lot and I do believe that they're also very very good for pain management so I've always had a lot of back pain from having three cesareans you know one natural birth three cesareans a lot of dancing a lot of untrained things that I've done, silly things, you know. <laughs> I do believe it's helped. But but is that because I believe it, you know what I mean? And then I go on that level, like, is this just because I believe it or is it because it actually works? So, you know. I didn't know about, oh, I don't know anything about mushrooms, to be honest. Do you drink them in tea? You can, like, yeah, you can drink them in infuse tea. Infuse them I in tea, tea, not. Infuse them in tea. I just tend to take the capsules, yeah. You can do whatever you want with them. Fascinating. Mm. So you were saying that about your hair and getting the compliments and you feel like your hair was benefiting from all this positivity. So your brand now, Good and Proper Hair, you want people to... We want people to talk to themselves better. So, you know, when you're using, like, for instance, I've got to tell you, my hair mask is, I've just actually got it. And I'm so excited about it. And I'll show you it. But it's been dipped into. And I tell you, it's been dipped into by all the boys really didn't expect no, the that's... bunch of 20-year-old boys coming in and out the house and <laughs> dipping in the mask and just how much they love it. It smells so good, but I just, you know, so so the idea is that while you're using it, that you will, like, it just goes through my hair because my hair is very thick, so it doesn't go really greasy. So I can use this all day long, and it just takes all the frizz out of my hair it smells so addictive, like it's so beautiful. It's got like a patchouli oil in it and it makes me feel so good. And then you'll have a guide, a little code that comes with the card 
and you scan it and it's a three-minute guided meditation. So can I just ask about the hair mask? You put, do you put that on dry hair then? You can put it Obviously. on dry or wet. Yes, because I tell you why I did that as well. I used to use Philip Kingsley, loved it, used to go and have his treatments all the time. And I really like them. And I've got a treatment with this as well that we'll be doing at our wellness retreat. But um, I love hair treatments and I don't think there's enough of it. But we just wanted to make sure that it's like a first, like, easy way to start loving yourself. So as people love using products at the end of the day, we all, you know, I like simple things. I'm grateful for things. I get sent things. I'm so grateful I'll use them. But I'm not one to spend all day in Sephora. It's just not. I like very simple things that work. And I really Mm -hmm. like anything that encourages people to take a little bit of time out in their day and not feel guilty about that. So the whole meditation thing came to me in the shower and I was like racking my brains in the shower this day. I was going through a bit of a hard time personally. Everything felt a little bit overwhelming. And instead of spending that time in the shower, you know, clearing my mind and repeating mantras, I just spent my time in the shower stressing out about things I should never have been stressing out about. And it just became, I was in a bit of a dark place and I just, my mind just started going over time. And then I just thought, okay, well, what do I need in the shower to to help me? So our shampoo and conditioners are going to have the mantras on the front of the packaging. So when you're in the shower, you see it. So it would just remind you, we just want to be like a reminder really for people that, oh yeah, good and proper, that you can take some time out. It's okay, you know? And I think that's so true. So many women need especially you know our age they need that time out of escapism and they think yeah and they don't realize that actually Mm -hmm. they can do it just in the shower and you know going back to your starting your business so what gave you the courage I'm trying I guess what I'm trying to say would was it anything to do with your age do you think that gave you the courage to start the business when you did for good and proper hair do you think you have different outlook on life or different skills that you wouldn't have had when you were younger yeah I think that definitely like I said I let go of the idea that I was not good enough to be able to do it and that was just understanding that all the best businesses in the world don't just have one person behind it you know there's many people so I let go of that idea that I had to be like in control I'm not really a control freak anyway, so that wasn't that difficult. I definitely feel like now we're at an age, I'm at an age where it becomes important to have rituals, just little things that I can ground myself, even if it's only for that few minutes, and just like not react so quickly, even in a business decision, run it by somebody first before I make, even if I'm super excited and I want to go, yes, 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 oh my God, this is so exciting. Just run it past someone, Fiona, my business partner, run it past her first. She's much more level-headed than I am. Things like that as I've got older, and that does help in business, not being so quick to have to react, respond, make a decision. And also like, I don't really care how long it's going to take me to do this either. Like you get told you've got one shot here. It's like, (laughs) I've got the rest of my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like you've got to take this pitch. You've got one shot. You know, what's the elevator pitch? I'm like, 
I wouldn't even want it. The music's shit anyway. Maybe put my, you know, put my meditation on in an elevator. Then I can do it for you. If we exactly. go up and down and that's going to take three minutes, then uh, we're in. We're in the elevator. I don't like I love that. the idea of you in an elevator doing your uh, oil. That's a great idea. I'm sure someone will do it. We'll be seeing it soon, no doubt. It's a great idea. I mean, look, I don't believe anything what I've been told about business either because it's always such a rush. And, you know, it's always just that quick money. Everyone wants to make the quick money and that's great. But I just feel like things take a long time. Like these products for me have taken a long time. Like you'll see me. I know it means nothing to someone else, but like I had to do a full post just on my hair mask. If anyone understood how long it's taken me to get this right, just so that it works. Someone can pick this up, scan their QR code, do their meditation, put it on their hair. Their hair is going to feel incredible. It's good for hair growth. It's plant-based, you know, it, covers you know it, it's just good for everything it's good for after you've styled your hair it's great to put on your hair when you're wet you can leave it on for hours rinse it off your hair feels like silk when you rinse it off you know I can leave it on my hair without having to blow dry it I don't want to keep putting heat on my hair all the time you know it's taken me years it's probably taken me about six years really yeah it's taken me a long time and I and the shampoo and conditioner is just at the point now that I'm happy with it I used it, I've used it for a year on my own hair. And and for me, it's just simple. I just want to say to people, oh, yeah, this works. This is good. Use it. And that's it. I don't know. I'm not great at, like, the big how do I get this up and running. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be someone coming along that, that will want to be more involved. I don't know. I feel like probably we're talking to someone about QVC. That's going to be a good place. I just need somewhere where I can talk to people and explain it. Do it on your Instagram. On the Instagram, yeah, I'll do it. But I'm saying now I've got it, I can. It's just that I've waited for so long. And the oils I talk about a bit, but for me, this has really been the big one for me because it does so much, you know. So would you wash that off now then? I'll leave this on probably until tomorrow or even the next day. I'll leave it on for a couple of days just because I love the smell of it and I love the feel of it because I've got no tangles and I've got no frizz when it's on, you know. Yeah, and that's what I love. I mean, you've got literally dream hair, but as you say, that's that's. So getting back to that, we're talking to ourselves better. Like, you know, I'm grateful for my hair. I love my hair. It sounds better, doesn't it, than going, "Oh, my hair's falling out. Oh, my hair fell out over COVID." Like, you know, which did happen for some people. And we had a case study with a friend of mine. She used our oils, and her hair grew back. And she gave me the permission to to say that. I gave her a bunch of oils and I said, try this just for me to see if it works. And it's all natural, save she put in all stuff. And she was sent me pictures. She was like, I just can't believe how my hair's grown back. So I was like, that's what I needed. You know, I need even one person just to tell me that it works. My friend had really bad psoriasis and she said it helped it. And I'm not allowed to make any of these claims. Obviously, I know that, but um, I, I wouldn't want to. But I just take what people's experiences are, you know, and I believe mm. it. Because if something's mm. worked for someone, why would we not believe it? doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. I just need people to tell me that it works for them and then I get super excited about it, you know. I can't wait to try it. I think it's amazing. You've got so much going on. Your, you've got your new hair care brand, but you're also starting this new retreat good and proper wellness retreat is that right 
Mm-hmm. Good and proper retreats, yeah. Our first one is in February in Portugal. The end of February, we've got amazing, I'd say, practitioners, teachers, I don't know, coming from all over the place. So it's really amazing that we're all going to meet, like this meeting of strong women, you know, meeting of minds and men. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Strong women and and, and strong strong men. We have a, a, a male um, practitioner as well. It's not just a women's retreat. And I just feel as well, this is, this is definitely an age thing for me that I want to I want to be involved in um, things that I love to do. Um, you know, everything I'm doing, I can say current in my life right now, I am passionate about. I wanted things to do that make me jump out of bed in the morning. And that sounds a bit cringe, but I love that saying, you know, have a career that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. Mm. So I can say that, you know, my DJing is always like passion, energy, like high vibes, uplifting experience for me as well as everybody else. Uh, I love doing that. I chose to do that because I love I love it. The hair care is a, a passion because I can see this being very healing for people and everybody having lovely, shiny, thick, gorgeous hair. And then people um, getting into meditation, which makes me super happy as well. And the retreats are just an extension of all of that. And like, I love retreats. I love people. We did a we used to do a women's breakfast here in Malibu for a year at Soho House when it first opened and we'd have a packed venue every month and that was me and Fiona and we'd have women, it was a women-only breakfast and it would bring all women together, very inspiring, very empowering, super safe place to come and talk about whatever they wanted to come and talk about. We had famous actresses coming, they they thought they were coming to talk about business, they'd rip up their papers throw it in the bin and say, I'm going to talk to you about my personal, like it was just, just that idea of a, people that have the same energy and want to experience something together, all coming together in one place. It's so high vibes. It's so brilliant. So for me, spending a week at a retreat with like-minded people that really want to transform and would say, well, I believe it because it's worked for me. I can tell people that retreats are powerful, you know, like spending a whole week with a bunch of people that you do not know. You'll sit and then I always look like if I go by myself, I'll go, so interesting, I don't know any of these people. And by the end of the week, I'm going to know everything about these people and they're likely going to know loads of things about me as well That's and I, that I probably never even knew about myself. And I love that idea as well so facilitating these retreats is going to be super exciting we have my other partner in the retreats her name's Irma she's Australian and she used to get hired by all the Hollywood studios and she would go in and transform the actors in like a retreat form so she'd find the best nutritionist she'd find the best yoga teachers she'd find the best meditation teachers she'd find the best fitness experts and she transformed Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man. She transformed Brad Pitt wow. for a couple of roles. So she's very invested into this with us. She's another partner. There's three of us. And she has so much experience on the ideas of transformation, but just all to do with holistic holistic practices. So we've all come together and we're, all, we're, we're hopefully going to bring everything that's worked for us so that it can work for you. And we've got um, a couple of girls coming to teach that work with Aloe. You know, I don't know. Do you have Aloe in the UK? Yeah. Which is 
brand and they're coming. One's Pilates Bar, her name's Paolo. She has a Pilates Bar studio in Fulham and she's very popular. The way she transforms people's bodies by doing Pilates, I love Pilates anyway. I did that when I was doing Dancing on Ice. It was so good. So Is that what you do now for exercise? No, I'm only walking right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm walking a lot right now because my back started kind of giving me a little bit of um, stress again. But I feel like becoming gluten-free has helped me a lot with my body pain. But I don't want to believe that I'm going to get body pain as I get older, you know. I met someone the other day that doesn't believe in ageing. So he's just, he said he had like this test done and he's like 60. He had this test done and it said he was like 34. I don't know what the test, the test is. Like he's, he had his like bio something like. Oh, I need to meet this guy. Going back to what you said about that you said that you don't want to think that you're going to. Experience pain in my body because you hear so much about oh, yeah, that's as you get older, you get arthritis, you get this, you get that. And, yes, I do have a a form of arthritis, osteoarthritis, but everybody has that. So it's like reading other sides of things is what I tend to do. And also that goes back to what you're saying about your hair. If you speak positive things, then you're going to manifest them. Yes, and, like, you're going to feel good. You know, I had this sort of, like, form of sort of eczema type thing growing up in my scalp so I say I don't have it it's just gone and it's just gone and whether it's the products that have made it go or whether it because this is what all everything's designed around what I do for my routine or my ritual it's all designed what's worked for me because I'm the only one that can say if anything's worked for me you know Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to create a brand that I can genuinely say it works for me on these levels. I don't honestly know how it's gonna work for you. Meditation works for me. I have never ever felt as good as I feel now in my entire life. And I've been through a lot. (laughs) I've been through a lot. I've put myself through a lot in life and I've been through a lot, you know? So I just feel that now the idea that I am actually so fully happy with who I am, what I look like, it's what I sound like, I'm on the fence. I haven't really conquered that one yet, but there was a lot of abuse about that really, wasn't there, you know, through the media, through that time. So, so I've what have you learned from those part, hard times? Everything I've learned about life has come from those hard times. Everything. So like perspective is a beautiful thing. Right now, how can you not be happy? Like, we don't want to look about everything that's going on, but it's a terrifying time right now. We don't want to go into that because it makes me feel into the hole. We don't want to turn away from people that are suffering, but I can't control that. How can I control that? I'm such an empath. If I look at everything that's going on in the news, I'm not going to be able to be happy around my kids. Mm. You know, my... I need to keep myself, and people probably go, she gets on my nerves. She's always going on about being happy, being happy, being happy. It's impossible to be happy all the time. I agree, but I don't agree. I don't think it's impossible to be happy all the time. I think that we have such a major guilt inside of us that thinks we can't be happy while there's so much sadness going on around us. 
but it's a lie. You can be happy, but it feels so uncomfortable to feel happy sometimes when people are going through such bad times. Because if you're an empath as well, you just suck it all up. Oh, oh, that's so sad. Oh, help, I'll fix, I'll fix, fix. But we just need to all keep ourselves on very high vibes. So the last question I want to ask you, and I think you've said this kind of throughout the podcast, but what advice would you give your younger self about ageing? For me, I guess it would be um, talk to yourself better. Stop being so hard on yourself. You know, don't call yourself ugly. Don't use those words. I would say don't use words that are detrimental to yourself because you're the only one really criticizing, even though I've had to go through a lot of criticism about the way I look or where I'm from or what I've done or all this stuff, you know, just for having a life, you constantly have to go through so much criticism in the press. But I would say, you know, don't believe what anyone has to say because they're not you, you know, just, just be, yeah, just, what would I tell my younger self? You know, just, just be happy, you know, find the joy, like, look at things that you do feel good about yourself. I used to say, yeah, I love my feet. I mean, it's such a get out, isn't it? Into having to love yourself. I used to say, I've really got lovely feet. I love my feet. And it's like, don't be silly because your feet, no one's ever going to see your feet. Just love your face. Why can't you love your lovely feet? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you love your face though, that everyone sees, you know, I, I just had a such a low opinion of myself growing up. Crazy. I'd say don't well, be crazy. I think you're absolutely gorgeous. And I really, oh, and I know you said you don't yeah. speak a lot to press and that. So I really appreciate you taking the time. To, I feel honoured. <laughs> I really oh, do. Almost oh, to the point I could cry. I do feel very honoured. And I really love even the, the, the name of your podcast. It's so beautiful and we should all be just understanding yes like I've got wrinkles well maybe I've had maybe you've been laughing a lot if you've got wrinkles you must have been having a right laugh then so when you see someone got a few wrinkles saying I want to be around you because I bet you're a right laugh you must smile a lot I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode and if you could do me a favor then please make sure you're following the podcast wherever it is that you're listening And remember, give me a follow on my Instagram at The Beauty Ed. I'll be back next week with another brilliant guest. And until then, have a great week.